this one might not be for you. If you're counting your money, or if you're the kind of person that gets off looking at their bank balance, this one's not for you. If you're the kind of person that repackages ancient wisdom and sells it for a dollar, pretending somehow you've become some kind of intellectual guru who made some new discovery, this isn't for you either. If you're the person who knows there's one way and every new trend becomes the successful thing, this might be for you. But if you're like me and you were the kid who sat by a window and waited for Superman or Batman, Spider-Man or Peter Pan to come through it and take you away to kind of save you, If you're the college student who stays up at night because they know what they want to do, they know what they should do, but the TV and the people around them and all the smartest people in life tell them, no, it's a bad idea. If you're the person trying to make it and everyone pats you on your head and passes you by. If you're the one so audacious, they tell you you can't do it. then this is for you. If you're vaguely like any of those things, this is for you. If you dream and you worry and you lose and you fear, if you rage at the night and hide it behind a smile because that's what you're supposed to do, as the old kink song goes, if you put on a smile, though you wear a frown. Maybe this is for you. And the reason this is for you is because it's time for me to tell you something. And I preface it by telling you I'm no wiser than you are. Not in the sense that I'm some mystic sitting on a stone. My wisdom comes with a lot of bruises. A lot of scars, and many of which were gotten through being just sheerly stupid and bullheaded. No, I didn't read any of them in books. Not the ones that they hand to you. Not the newest, latest, 20th century gurus and wisdom masters. Maybe in some philosophy. Definitely in some novels. Because a few hundred years before people were talking about visualize and get your intentions set in New Age books, Cervantes was telling you that if you wanted to be a knight, then just be a damn knight. This is because you need something. And it's not me. You have a thing inside of you, a goal, a quest, a love, a passion, a way of viewing the world. Something inside of you that's different. And if you're even vaguely like me, then sometimes you go out there and you walk around and you look at people. 
and you put on your mask and you walk among them and you feel like shit later. Because you just wore a mask for an hour and a half and anyone would feel like shit if they did that. It's tough. There's a lot of work that goes into faking it. Not fake it till you make it. I mean fake it to get by in a given day. Don't worry, you're only here with me. No one else knows. You can keep hiding if you want. But it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts to not chase your passion. To not run after the dream in the way you see it. To have people tell you what you should be called and how you should proceed and how you should structure and all the little wisdom, the riches are in the niches. And look, I don't care how accurate the fucking advice is. It's not the point. If all you're going is, well, it's actually really accurate advice, Matt, then you're not the people I'm talking to. Or you're defending what you already know, which is that you just really don't like that advice. You don't think about who the market for your poem is. You just have something to say. I'm not going to say we used to do that because people still do that. See, at 39 years old, I've had a lot of times where I lose focus on the world. On the greater scope of things. Sitting in a college town in central Missouri, I thought I knew what the world looked like because I could read about it in magazines and newspapers, but it was really much bigger than even I imagined. Sometimes the same thing happens to me in Charleston. It's easy to look at what's right around you and go, oh, this is my world. If any of this is ringing home to you, then this message I'm making tonight is for you. This is a letter for you. A recording for you, whether you're here right now or a hundred years in the future hearing this. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Live the dream. Not a dream, not like a dream, not pursue this lifestyle or that lifestyle or this thing or that thing. Live your dream. Be stupid enough to think that your way of that is the only way you can do it. Be a zealot. Attack what you want to accomplish every day with zeal. Because if you're the kid by the window waiting for Superman, he's not coming. It hurts for me to say that to you, because deep down I want to be able to tell you that I'm him. But I'm not. I'm not even you in the future. I'm me. I walked my own road, made my own decisions, good and bad. But if your road goes similar to mine, I might be able to tell you how to walk up a mountain.
I'm not Superman. I'm not coming to the window to save you. Here's the funny part. Nobody is. It's not what it was meant to be. Even if, if you believe in God, and I do believe in a God of my understanding, and we're going to keep this religion neutral for a minute so we can understand, like, I don't care, atheism, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how you identify that to me right now. Like, just listen to what I'm saying. Because I've heard a lot of people in my religion, ah, yes, he saved you. Uh, yes, in one way, but no, not from the walk every day that I have to take. Every day you're going to have to make one step forward. Two steps forward. And people are going to tell you how to do it. What you need to do. They're going to talk about your brand and how to market. Maybe if this is in the future we've outdated those concepts, but we probably haven't. They're going to talk to you about how to monetize. Now, maybe you don't want to. Maybe you just want to do the thing because in doing it, there's value. Just in the making of the thing, there's value. Isn't it weird how we built a culture... where we made everything's value monetary, even though we pretend we didn't. I hear it all the time, know your value. Know what your time is worth. What the dollar amount for an hour of your time is. How can you do that? I know there's mathematical formulas, they're all a crock. I know what I get paid for an hour, and I think it's a reasonable rate for the work that I do, but that's not my value. When did we become merchants? And every little bit of ourselves became for sale. I don't know. Maybe this is my democratic socialism ranting. I, I don't know. Maybe I have that. I didn't even know if I did or didn't. What do I tell the kid by the window or the people that stay up at night and worry? What do I tell the people that listen to me and think that this is worth talking? Have an adventure. Yeah, yeah, have an adventure. Have the greatest adventure. Throw the book away, okay? Someone gave you some book that's going to help you. Throw it away. Put it on the table and go have an adventure. Find a book that's not designed to quote-unquote help you. And learn the way you want to. Stop trying to shoehorn yourself into somebody else's process. Even if that process is finding the right fit for you. Because inevitably it always seems to include someone else's crap.
I was almost 23 years old when I enlisted in the military. And I was scared out of my mind because I never wanted to join in the first place. True story. I was absolutely scared, terrified. Yeah. But I also knew it was an adventure. The first time I deployed, I was terrified. And the second time I deployed, I was probably even a little frightened. It took like the third for me to calm down. And for others, it didn't, and that's fine. It doesn't matter. It was my road. That adventure made all the difference. It did. That adventure made all the difference in the world. That doesn't mean you have to do the same adventure I did, but it does mean you need to go have an adventure. I'm not even going to talk about your comfort zone because that shit's just obnoxious. You're by the window because you're waiting for something. And the reason Superman's not going to come is because Superman is someone else's vision of salvation. You start by playing by somebody else's rules when you do that. I was a little boy. I had no way of knowing what that was. But that's how it goes, right? Like, when you look for Superman or Spider-Man or Peter Pan, you're looking at somebody else's idea of salvation. That's what it is. It's someone else's picture. It's a tall, handsome man who's invincible in a blue suit with a red cape. Who's a demigod to save us from everything. It's the same as when you go to the self-help section of your local bookstore and when you talk about all the hours of personal development you did because you read the latest book on this thing, but you were just never able to internalize it. You just couldn't. Because like so many people, like me at times in my life, you sat down and thought you could read the book and figure it out. Because it'll be in the book and now I can study it and understand and there it is. I wasted a lot of time trying to become a better me instead of acknowledging that the me was already good enough. Because the me had a purpose. I spent a lot of time trying to be loved by other people instead of learning how to love myself, which is the easiest thing to do. We always talk about it's hard, and I have clinical depression, so I get that argument a little bit, but it's not that hard. What makes it hard to love yourself is the opinion of assholes outside of you. What makes it hard to love yourself is other people and how they treat you. But when you acknowledge that you're good enough, that you are what you are, that you don't need to change your name, 
that you don't need to change the title of what you do or hide behind some fancy ornate label that can hide that can give you some kind of armor against the world when you realize that and you just love you because of you when you get rid of the need for the six pack abs and the and the makeup and the perfect clothes and the right shoes and the right job and the right haircut and the right car and the right bank balance and the right job the right everything the right position in society the right places that you're hanging out the right books that you're reading when you ditch all of that bullshit then you can love who you are You can love you as you were made. And when you can do that, then you're ready to start the lifelong process of learning to love others like you love yourself as they were made. And then you'll worry less about getting other people to like or love you because if you have to work that hard for it, it's going to be fleeting. If you have to fight that hard for it, it's going to go away. I know I've been divorced twice. There's some work, but boy, if you're like building the Great Wall of China in your in your heart, you're not going to do it. You're not. I know. <laughs> I want to tell you so much stuff. But really, that's the one, right? Learn to love who you are. And then write or paint or draw or sing or play an instrument or, or build whatever you're going to build or go carve trails in the woods so that the homeless man cutting through the windbreak near your apartments has an easier path. Or do whatever it is that you feel pulled to do and don't ask about how do I monetize it. And when the guy or the girl comes up to you and says, how can we monetize this? Or what is your value? Because what's an hour of your time worth? Throw them away. If you're the boy or the girl by the window, if you're the one who dreams, if you're that person, then you do it because the money doesn't matter that much to you. You might still be a tiny bit of an idealist. Hang on to that. Read books, see movies, watch and read whatever you want to and examine. Because the quote is right, the unexamined life is not worth living. But it's also not a fucking college dissertation. Life has to be examined by living it. And you're not living it by going to 8 million personal development classes to become superwoman. To become the Iron Giant. To become He-Man or She-Ra. If you want to attack me because I didn't use enough modifiers for the masculine or the feminine, the pronouns, then fuck off because it has nothing to do with it. You're a human being. Your genitals are almost meaningless. Who you love is almost meaningless in terms of their gender because it only matters to you. Forget making everybody else accept you. 
if you're out there and you think these things and you dream of being picked up and, and, and you just want to be saved, nobody's coming to save you because you don't need to be saved. Because every scar and every bruise taught you something and made you someone. And that tiny, finite amount of living that you can do, that little life that will be snuffed out one day like a flame, that is the greatest strength you have because you're on borrowed time. Think about that for a minute. You're on borrowed time. Somewhere, somebody cut a check for the amount of time that you get to have. The amount of time to write something or to build something or to do something. Whatever it is, great or small, it really doesn't matter. It's immaterial. It's what you want to do. And they never told you for how much that check was or when the check date was for. They just gave it to you and said, here you go, kid. Try not to waste it. So don't waste it. Don't stand there waiting to be saved. Waiting to be whisked away from your problems because your problems make you you. They make you beautiful and you don't need to be rescued. You need to rise up. Think about myself sitting by the window now when I say that, when I talk about, you know, you're not, no one's coming to save you. And I think about probably how I would have teared up when I was a little boy if you told me that. But I also knew it. Nobody really did come to save me. Sure, circumstances changed. Sure, things shifted around. And you could sit there and we could argue the minutiae about it and say, well, you did get saved. Right, from that thing. Then the next thing happened. And the next thing happened. And the next thing happened. And then the thing after that happened. And we spend too much time worrying about if I'm okay or you, like, like we just don't take enough time to just love one another. And that comes from loving who you are. So if you're one of those people who's listening and this is hitting home for you, that's it. Love yourself as you were made so you can learn to love someone else. as they were made. Stop going to the bookstore and stressing that you need to become better than you are because, damn it, there's no such thing. If you want to be more efficient, fine. If you want to find a new way to plan your day, great. 
If you want to feel more comfortable speaking, fine, but get rid of this concept that somewhere in you there's a flaw or an inherent weakness. Get that shit out of your head. Over my life, I've proven that I can do just about anything I set my mind to. And in spite of the fact that it would be a humongous ego boost to pretend that I'm the only person on earth who can do that, you can too. So, if you're by that window and you're waiting for Superman, if you're waiting for Batman, Spider-Man or Peter Pan, walk away from the window. Sit down. Stare at the stars and dream, but dream your dreams. and make them count because the time is short. It'll be over before you know it. Dream that crazy dream and do it for whatever reason you're going to. Because you get that one chance. and ignore everyone who tells you it's wrong or there's a different way. So long as you know this is what you were born to do and it's in your heart, then do it. That's what I'd tell you. Love yourself. because you're worth being loved. Dream your dream, because it's worth being dreamed.